0: The following is a 5 for 2 production. All right. If any of you don't like the Big Ten or Big Ten football, come back in about 15 minutes for the Ozzy Osbourne stories, or just fuck off for the night. But anyway, uh, suck an egg. (laughs) We discussed this last week. Um, Ohio State football is every bit the event that a concert is, and the show is called the show is called Ticket Stubs. So. We're talking about Ohio State football for a little bit. You got
1: yours. I got mine. I'm not digging them out. I showed them last week. (laughs) We've already made our point. Now, Kevin, uh, is there any particular Ohio State game that you would like to focus on tonight? Well, I have one here that you and I saw together
0: right there. That is, uh, I think you can tell the story uh, to get us started, but I think your parents uh neighbors had season tickets or something like that and they give them tickets occasionally or this was on um september
1: 16th of 2006 2006 i, I i'm just trying to remember and I'm, uh, I'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> for, for drawing a blank here kev uh,
0: anyway uh, you you got your parent you got your you got your parents' neighbors' t- tickets for that game, and you took me as your date. Todd takes me as his date a lot, folks, to these shows. But uh, good...
1: hey, look—you he, know—he usually buys beer and he'll split the parking fees. So that—that's a good date, if you ask me. I just don't put out. So, uh, but uh, now neither, any, neither did any of my
0: other dates. So. why would I <laughs> Why don't we go back to the very beginning, Todd? You and I both went to Ohio State. Uh, You know, uh, there's a reason why we're just talking about Ohio State here today. It's not just because we have very good All right,
1: so again, Kevin- Oh, concerts to talk about. Well, we'll we'll back up for a second for the fact that, you know, the, the name of the show is Ticket Stubs, right? So generally speaking, we talk about concerts that we go to, musical acts that we see. Now, however, in my book, There are a couple special occasions that I will throw in. And this is one of them because, uh, as I mentioned, I I believe, on last week's episode. Now, if you think about it, you buy tickets, you look forward to it, uh, you get good and drunk, uh, you, you, you take pictures, you have fun. It's the same damn thing as a concert, except it's just a sporting event. We've seen. A few concerts in the venue, in the very venue where we watch the
0: Buckeyes play. I certainly have. Pink Floyd, Genesis, Rolling Stones, uh, you know. I've seen Metallica there. Uh, Yeah, we saw the Rolling Stones. Uh, uh, Just, yeah. So, come on.
1: (laughs) So, anyhow. All right. So, now, Kevin, what was all right. Should we go all the way back, or let's just or, or just well, start with football games?
0: Well, I, I'll go all the way back to say this. When I actually went to school at Ohio State, I could have cared less about football. I, I really regret that now. My freshman year, I actually was a, a Michigan home game, and I actually sold my ticket for, I think I went to one game, and then I realized how much money I could make each week selling my ticket. And so I actually was an entrepreneur there for my freshman year. I didn't go to a single game, not even the Michigan game. game. I, I made more money off the Michigan game alone
1: than I paid for the
0: uh, than I paid for the whole ticket. Uh, so I know I know it's very
1: regrettable. Th- th- this This is what I do to Trump supporters when I see them uh, driving on the golf courts in the villages <laughs> Todd, like- I asked you this off the
0: I asked you this off the air, but I'll just go ahead and ask you. Are you sure if if if, if President Trump calls Kevin Warren from the Big Ten and actually saves Ohio State football, you wouldn't
1: even consider voting for him? No, hell no. 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 Doesn't matter at all. I, 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 look, again, and as I told you, Jesus H. Christ could come down here on you know, himself uh, with, with his arms around Donald Trump. I still wouldn't vote for the son of a bitch. So, all right, so okay, fair, fair enough,
0: fair enough. Now, Todd, I, I take it from the, from the shame you're giving me. You, you had a, a more of a connection with Ohio State football from a younger age.
1: Well, again, uh, so here's the thing. Now, you're from Ohio. You lived in Ohio all of your life until you went to Ohio State. Never really moved out of Ohio until after graduating from Ohio State. Mm -hmm. So you're an Ohio boy. You're more of an Ohio boy than I am. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I'm a sentimental Ohio boy because, all right, so born in Columbus, born and bred, proud of it. Uh, we moved to Pennsylvania when I was about 10 or 11 in 1980, and I, I was subjected to Penn State fans for a number of years, which I think made me more of a Buckeyes fan than I was before I moved to Pennsylvania. Uh, you know, Dad took me to a couple of games. I mean, I, I remember watching the games on TV. I Remember, I, I had the gear. I, dude, I've got a, I've got a, a old Ohio State jersey with 45 on it. Right, you know, like with, with, a, with a kid size. You know, so I've been a Buckeye fan all my life, but the the fact is, I didn't really appreciate it until I moved to Pennsylvania, away from Ohio, and realized, wait a minute, not everyone's a Buckeye. <laughs> really. It's not the only team. <laughs> I mean, my mom tells the story of uh, when when we when we first moved to Pennsylvania, and mom and dad had a little homecoming party for all of dad's uh, you know uh, members of the school board, and they all it was Ohio State versus Penn State in, in the uh, uh, Fiesta Bowl, and they beat our ass, and uh, you know, and I couldn't understand. Like I said, mom, why are all these people rooting for Penn State? I didn't get it. I did not understand. So, so again, it, it, you know, my my pride of our state came through living in other areas, and when I came back to Ohio State, you know, for college, my freshman year, I swore uh, that I was going to be at the Ohio State Michigan football game, and I had a good buddy, Tim Schaefer. You you may have met him before, and uh, so. Tim's dad was a Michigan guy. I was obviously a Buckeye. And from fifth grade on, we had made a deal that when we get to college, he said he was going to go to Michigan. He went to, you know, uh, a different, we're not going to mention, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> but
1: uh, you know, getting The The, you know, the, the, what are they? The bullets, the charging hard ons We don't know. Their mascot's embarrassing, but um So, so Tim went to Gettysburg. I went to Ohio State. But when I went to Ohio State, I still ended up getting tickets for the Ohio State-Michigan football game. And that was the last game that Earl Bruce coached the Buckeyes. And also, the last time the Buckeyes actually beat Michigan for a long damn time, because we had nine years of John fucking Cooper after that.
0: Uh, so, uh, painful
1: years. But now
0: we've gone a now that we've gone a full decade uh,
1: without a uh, loss. Decade. We, we're, we're we're like seventeen years up on the Wolverines right now.
0: Well, total, but uh, we but a decade straight. You know, not counting that year they took away from us. But whatever.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Well, and, and of course, this year's going to have an asterisk, anyhow. So uh, you know, look, e- even if the Big Ten and the Pac-10 don't play, and I realize we're talking college football as compared to concert stories, but you know what? Go we'll, fuck we'll yourselves. Get, we'll, get, a, we'll get back on track, but this go to show. We can do what we want. That's right. Uh, you know, uh,
0: episode O, folks. We're talking about Ohio State.
1: Exactly right. So if if the if the Buckeyes don't play, if the Pac-10 are out. It's going to be one giant asterisk for every single team who does decide to play through this Trump virus right now. So again, uh, you look know, unless everybody plays or nobody plays, that's it. That That's the only way this, this, this thing should be. So uh, that's the way I look at it. Kevin, well, your opinion.
0: Um, uh, yeah, exactly. There's, I mean, it's not, if the SEC and the ACC play, I mean, it's not, you know, I mean, it means nothing. So, you know, Anyway, but uh, you oh, know, it's, it's, it's
1: just gonna be Alabama and Clemson once again, so who gives a shit uh, right, you know,
0: right. roll tide over a cliff, but anyway, uh, we'll get back to, to specifically, Kevin.
1: <laughs> that's a, I, that, those that's fighting words.
0: I said over a cliff. <laughs> okay. i said roll tight over a cliff
1: <laughs> I, I think it's over clemson by hearing's going away. no
0: no over a
1: cliff i could care less about either team
0: let's get back to uh specifically ohio state i'll tell you where i really started to become a fan and i mean like a lot of things uh, this can help uh, become a fan it was partying at tailgates specifically uh the our old uh friend uh the Schmoogate. gate uh, a friend of todd and i's i uh, ran a really nice uh tailgate for a many years, uh, right behind, uh, Lane And Avenue, really, you know, you
1: gotta thank Dennis O'Brien for that hookup. Um, so my
0: cousin Dennis, once again. Todd, the apartment, uh, complex where we went to SmooGate, they've, they've, uh, completely walled in the area. They're, it's, it's, it's gone. It's just, it's, it's no more. So. There
1: you go, no, no, offense, uh, That that tailgate got pretty lame in the last five years, anyhow. Uh,
0: dude, I, when all the when all the tailgaters at one tailgate are like in their forties and fifties, and all the other tailgaters around you are in their teens and twenties, yeah, you kind of look like the creepy old man hanging out. But uh, you know, what are you going to do? Um, the one plastic surgery, <laughs> Botox. What I was going to mention. Uh, speaking of the tailgates, uh, the year that uh, the year that um, uh, Finkel, uh, Luke uh, Fickle. Uh, Finkel, the, yeah, Finkel, the year that uh, Happy Heather calls him Happy Gilmore because he looks like Adam Sandler. But anyway, the year that he coached the Buckeyes and we weren't we weren't that good uh, when we were between. But that guy uh, never had a chance. <laughs> so anyway, uh, tickets were easy to come by that year and uh, one uh, afternoon we were walking to uh the tailgate uh, the schmoo gate and a guy was standing on the corner selling the tickets and i just offered him i said hey man i'll give you 20 bucks he's like well give me 20 bucks a piece and i said nah that's all right and we continued to walk on he kind of followed me said what it's not worth 20 a piece to go to the game i said "Nah, I wasn't really planning on it. i'm just gonna get drunk he's like all right, give me the 20 for both of them. Heather's about half a block ahead of me. I go chasing her and I'm like, all right, honey, let's go have a few beers and we're going to the games. So, <laughs> we pulled a loss that day to the other team up north, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we've gone to a few spring games. Uh, we would have gone this year if they had one, but uh, that's usually fun. You know, you just go, just go to into the stadium and drink and party for no real reason and you and you don't have to worry about a loss, so. <laughs>
1: Well, I, I I hate to admit this, Kevin, and uh, you know God bless both mom and dad who you you know we've had on the show and you've met several times before. God bless mom and dad for paying for my education for four years at Ohio State, and four, I got out in four years even. I was at least I was at least that respectful. It took if I'm me. The, if I'm to spend if I'm spending their money, I'm get out in four years even. It took so, me five. That's
0: why we graduated together. But uh, mom and dad weren't paying for mine. Uh, we were. But but I do have I do thank uh, mom and dad for being uh, economically disadvantaged, and so uh, you know Kevin went to Ohio State on the old uh, on the old grant plan. Well, dude, uh, you know
1: if, if wishes were fishes, we'd all think of swim. But uh, you know uh, you know my dad got me a tits job at Ohio State before I even started school. Like I like you know like the the summer before I started my freshman year. I live with my two cousins who were living in uh, University Village down there, you know. <laughs> and uh, so I stayed with them for like a couple of weeks. And, uh, and Dad got me a job like right on, uh, not South Campus, but, uh, you know, the, the, the far off campus, the East Campus, West Campus, whatever it's called. And uh, dude, if I had just stayed in that apartment <laughs> and kept that job for a year, I would have been in-state had a job, gotten half my damn tuition paid for, you know, and probably would have gotten into public access TV and 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 stand up comedy long before I did in ninety three. You know, again, I look at big people. I'm not complaining about my life. I'm very happy where I am right now. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes when you look back on your decisions over your life, you kind of go. <laughs> what was
0: i thinking uh yeah i get it now todd i can't steer this back to music because we discussed this uh but you know a lot of very popular to topic of the show yeah exactly exactly a lot of a lot of uh popular sports teams it's it's you know it's it's not an uncommon for them to have
1: uh bands dedicated
0: specifically to them like the packers you know they have like the cheesehead bands and. And pretty much every city, if you really go and dig into the sports fandom, there's some kind of a novelty band dedicated, you know, to that, to that team. But, but I got to say Ohio State probably, Ohio State Buckeyes probably have the greatest tribute band, uh band that specifically deals, not just with the Ohio State football team itself, but with a specific game and a specific day. And, a, you know, a specific I, think that I know where you're Ohio. going with this one, Kevin. So I'm talking about our good friends in the Dead Shimbecklers. Let's hear it for the Dead Becklers. right? Right? And uh,
1: which is really just you know the best guys of Watershed, and stuff. <laughs> dork from fucking Michigan. <laughs> and is a, and a, Michigan? Where, where is he from? Now he's from
0: Jersey. So, Lou's from Jersey, but. That explains it. <laughs> At least he grew up loving the Buckeyes, so we got to give him that. He, he, all right. All right. He's, he's I'll, definitely I'll
1: give a, I'll give a little, little bit of credit, but the guy is kind of a dork.
0: He's definitely a dedicated fan. Okay, we got to give him that. But if you if you don't know anything about the Dead Shimbekers, folks, uh, just just go look them up on YouTube. Uh, it's, it's high concept. Uh, it's the guy's awesome. written,
1: like, what, 27 books. He's personal friends with Hunter S. Thompson when he's alive. I'm just jealous. It's really what it comes down to. It. I'm just bitter that I'm not him. Serious. He's yeah. a serious XMDJ. He, yep, yep. he, he's he's written two records with Watershed. Colin won't even call me back for this fucking podcast. The guy's written two records with him. Yeah, uh, the, know, so.
0: yeah the latest reply back I got from Colin when I tried to do the schedule was, I'll let you know what works. <laughs> So we'll see. Stay tuned, folks. We'll see what happens with episode uh, W. But I think, uh, the re-
1: I think W is going to be a washout. Is what it's gonna but be. Uh,
0: so anyway, so the Dead Shimbuckers are a band that sings songs about
1: hating about me. hating Michigan. It's great stuff. I hate, uh, Michigan. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. Fucked up Wolverines. Here's Dude, a-, that's a song. Here's a I dead right uh
0: set list uh, with blood, Wolverine blood, all over it. Oh, I
1: like that. That's nice. That,
0: yes, uh,
1: covered in Wolverine blood. That that reminds me of one of my one of my holiday form letters, <laughs> the, the Suicide episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord,
0: a <laughs> uh, whole other matter. Tune into what the hell was that? Maybe you get that story. But, uh, yeah. Todd, because of the dead Schimbecklers, you and I w- had the uh, chance to uh, be part of a. Uh,
1: HBO documentary uh, in, in 2006, uh, right there. All right, now, what's, what's your memory of that show? Because I, I've got a little story I can throw in here.
0: Well, um, historically, we know that it was uh, the day that the real Bo Schinbeckler actually passed away. And I'm going to tell you what uh, class guys, the guys in Watershed and the Dead schinbecklers are, folks. They have a band called the Dead they were, they were already They had already killed Bo years before he actually died. Yeah. On it, it, the d- was long, it was a long standing joke. <laughs> right. On the day that he did pass away, the dead Shinbeckers played their biggest show in their career, a sold out show at the Newport Music Hall in Columbus, Ohio, that Todd and I have talked about many times you on didn't this episode. ask for any worse timing than this. Yes, exactly. Uh, and they turned around and they gave all of the profits, 100% of them, to Bo Shinbeckler's Heart of a Champion. Well, That's not right. only that,
1: but they also changed their name for the night.
0: Yes, to the uh, what? Bastard sons of Woody or something like I that. Know. I don't. It didn't stick. Something but... other than Dan You know, they changed the goddamn name. Now, as they pointed out at that show, Bo was a Buckeye first. True. He True. won his. He won. He won. He won in every national championship that he was involved with as an assistant coach at the Buckeyes. He, he never won one. Bo never won a national title, Bo never won a national title, Bo for 24, but anyway, so HBO filmed a documentary, and it was around the same time. Uh, it was basically a documentary about the it greatest was rivalry. Year
1: that Ohio State was number one and Michigan was number two. That's right. It was a documentary focused specifically on
0: the greatest rivalry in sports history. It's called "The Rivalry." You can go to HBO. And I just look recall it up. the night of the premiere of the uh, the HBO. Do you, do you uh, remember? Do you recall, Todd? I
1: don't I I don't actually. Okay. No.
0: Well, I drank a lot. The, the night the documentary was actually going to premiere on HBO, um Todd was on his way over to hang out at my house. And uh Saturday night i think in Columbus, Ohio, uh Todd was on his way over with some beers and I don't know why we Heather and I started the documentary without you, but we did, but we were about 10 minutes in and I stopped it. And I looked at Heather and I said, "Um we have to wait for Todd to watch this documentary. I can tell it's going to be that powerful. And uh, Heather had never been a Buckeye fan whatsoever up to this point. She, I think, she had went to a couple of tailgates, maybe just solely for the, you know, beer drinking aspect of it. By the, but, but you arrived at my house and we restarted the uh, program from the beginning. And towards the end of the documentary, there's a line where it says, uh, "There are some elderly people." that want to live just a little, one more fall, just so they can see Ohio State beat Michigan one more time. And Todd looked at me and he said, is it okay if I'm crying? I looked at Todd and I said, well, I've been crying for the last half hour. And Heather speaks up and said, well, I've been crying for the whole thing. And Heather has been the biggest Ohio State Buckeye fan from that day forward she puts both of us to shame and she didn't even go to the school i mean she she will whoop a wolverine's ass faster than anyone so if you have any questions folks go watch that documentary and you too might feel some of the magic that todd and i are trying to
1: uh impart yeah, here. for sure for sure for sure and i i tell you buddy uh you know, not only am I just proud of being Ohio, you know, even being Ohio State graduate doesn't mean that fucking much to me. Uh, it's the people that I met at Ohio State that mean the most, mm-hmm. the, the degree, the diploma, yeah, the diploma, fine, sitting right here, right above my my KISS originals, <laughs> the love gun, <laughs> and, and the and KISS. Both, and guns. both mean as much to you. <laughs> so, so again, uh, you know, it, the, the people that I met, the experiences that I had is what means the most to me about Ohio State. And to sum up those experiences, you have to talk about the Ohio State-Michigan football game. So, again, uh, you know. Yep. I, I think that's why we had to mention it tonight. So, absolutely. You know. If you haven't
0: been there folks, you just don't know. I hope you could at least find some enjoyment in our enthusiasm over the subject. Uh and and, and I hope you could relate it to your own, you know, concert experiences or, or
1: college football teams exactly. or whatever,
0: uh, you know. I you know, I I'm sure everybody has uh, you know their own little uh, their, their own little patch of uh, you know of sports fandom. Look but folks, it it, it, does, like Ohio it, State. it
1: doesn't matter if you went to uh if you went to Ohio State or Ohio University or Ohio Wesleyan. Uh you know it, it's, uh, every everybody's got a team they root for. Everybody's got a bumper sticker they put on the back of their car and uh and every, everyone's got a jersey they they pull out once a year during football season. So that that's why we're talking about this during ticket stubs tonight, and hopefully we're gonna get some football this year, but we'll see.
0: Go Bucks! Go Bucks! All right, we'll Enjoy. be back uh, with some real concert stories here uh, about the. we really got one
1: more O. So, Any of you? I got a few, but yeah, our main event: Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy, Go. I love you all. I love you all. All right, we'll be
0: back here on ticket stubs.
1: Well, hey, I guess we're back with episode oh. All right, folks, we've talked about enough about Ohio State. Uh, Hopefully, if you
0: tuned out, you've come back now because we told you that we have some Aussie stories about uh, you know halfway through. Finally, we're it's it's like Bill Hicks finally getting into the dick jokes. Right? <laughs> there you so. Know. So Todd, I I thought before we got into Ozzy real quick, I just have a few uh, honorable mentions of the other O's. Uh, We had mentioned them last week, but I wanted to mention the Oak Ridge Boys because I I have now dubbed them. You you remember how I dubbed Megadeth the cheap trick of thrash metal? Well, Oak Ridge Boys, we're going to dub them the cheap trick of country music because I've seen them purely as an opening act. Uh, i with Loretta, well, and the Charlie I always, well,
1: I always called the Oak Ridge Boys the same thing as John Denver, and my dad can confirm this. Uh, I always consider them the concerts that didn't count.
0: Uh, I have a few of those.
1: I have a few of those I've mentioned. But but now, lo- looking back now, I, you know, I'm so glad that I can say that I saw John Denver and I saw the Oak Ridge Boys. And uh, and I'm pretty sure. All right, so I, I think for I think for John Denver, it was uh, the op- the opening band was uh, Eddie Rabbit, nice, and nice, the cause... Oak Ridge Boys. I'm pretty sure it was uh, who's the guy that sings uh, uh, "Raindrops Falling on Your Head"? Um, Bert No, <laughs> he might have wrote it. But who's, who's,
0: who's, who's, Johnny Mathis? Johnny Mathis, Johnny, yeah. I don't know, one of those guys. Uh, I, I'm yeah, not yeah. sure, I'm really not sure who had the big hit with that. It's its escaping me right now. So. Oh,
1: yeah. I, I, I put pressure on, Ke- see, look, Kevin, I assume you're the fucking musical genius here. I am you know, I do do, I mean, I, I do plan for these
0: shows, Todd, but every now and then, you know, you hit me with something, I just, ah, you know, you, you, you stump me, but... So um,
1: I stumped Kevin tonight. <laughs> Another band I wanted to
0: mention: uh, the Outlaws. Uh, green grass and high tides forever. So I, I yeah. saw them. I saw them once. The great Huey Thomason. Uh, God bless him. Rest in peace. Uh, I also saw Huey once uh, in a, one of the lineups of Skynyrd. It was probably I call. I don't know exactly what year, but I was like that. That year for Leonard Skynyrd was literally like a classic rock super group because you had Huey Thomason from the Outlaws. You had, of course, the members of Skinner that were still alive at the time. And then you had um, Ricky Medlock Bedlock,
1: from, um, uh, Blackfoot. From, uh, from Blackfoot. Yep.
0: So, you know, at one point, Yui Thomason contributed to that. So shout out to Huey. And then uh, this is just an aside, and this is going to lead us into our main event. But if you've ever been to an Ozzy Osbourne concert, he always starts all of his concerts, kind of like Metallica, with a specific piece of music and it is a piece from an opera it's a very famous piece of music it's been in tons of movies uh exactly he even kind of modeled the diary of a madman intro after it but um it's from a opera called uh carmina barana carmina barana by uh carl orf
1: oh you're, you're i'm
0: going to i'm tired i take no culture Todd, I've been to the rap shows. I've been to the country shows here on Ticket Subs. And yes, I went to see, because I'm an Aussie fan, I went to the opera to see Carmen Burana at the Ohio Theater, also an O. We can just tie this all in. And I went just for that one piece of music. <laughs>
1: Play it, bitch! (laughs) Play it, bitch!
0: Fortunately, it's the opening piece of the opera, but it's also the closing. So I sat through the whole thing just to hear the damn thing twice.
1: Can you imagine me and the one guy heckling her throughout the entire show, going, hey, man, play number 9.78? Hello, Fortuna!
0: (laughs) So, anyway, so that leads us to our main event of the evening. Ah, see, uh, see,
1: I love you all i love you all he I didn't love really mean that folks but he, you know he said it every night
0: when did you discover Ozzy todd
1: gosh we're we're going back to to, to to middle school seventh eighth grade you know uh you know that's that's about when all right here here's what it was now okay we have played the uh the ozzy osborne footage of me going to the Randy Rose crash site
0: mm-hmm.
1: over on what the hell was that on uh, YouTube, as well as the negative comments from whoever had <laughs> to say one, Mister Negative Nelly, whoever you are. But uh, that's all right. Hey, that's okay. The camera shots did suck. Look, I look. I was on my own, motherfucker. I didn't have a camera person. It was just me, bitch. But you have been to the Randy Rhodes crash I've site, and he hasn't. I, look, I have stepped on the site where Randy Rhodes crashed into that motherfucking bus, bitches. I have been there. I am an Ozzy Osbourne fan, and I, I have been a fan since the day I heard about that accident happening. And I gotta say, Kevin, I swear to Christ, I didn't give two shits about Ozzy Osbourne until the day I heard about that Randy Rhodes crash.
0: What was it about the crash that just, uh, just because he was a rock star or?
1: Traumatic. For me as a 12 year old child who was just kind of getting into rock and roll and admiring these people who had succeeded and, and made it from my age to theirs and achieve these goals of putting out records and playing stadiums and, and, you know, and, and being the rock star that I once certainly <laughs> wanted to be as a little kid. I mean, to me, that was an amazing thing. And when Randy Rhodes life was snuffed out, it was a traumatic blow to me. It, it made me realize that life is a precious thing and that, our time here on earth folks is very, very limited. Uh, you know, we only have a short time to make our mark Mm -hmm, and, uh, you know, it's not about ego. It's not about, um, what you can do for yourself. It's what you can offer to the world. And that's what Randy Rhodes and Ozzy Osbourne did is they offered this idea and this concept to the world. Yep. uh you know it was definitely i mean that was lightning in a bottle
0: those first two albums um that's actually how i discovered ozzy i was familiar with black sabbath and my older brothers and sisters had black sabbath albums but the one i always remembered was heaven and hell and on the back of that album the singer is ronnie dio so i didn't know who this ozzy guy was but one day i was like fiddling around in my brother's uh, van uh, i was just uh, looking through his cassettes and seeing what kind of cool stuff he had in his uh cool old 70s van and he had a cassette for this album here blizzard of oz and and just look at ozzy look how insane he looks on this cover and, and he's got the cross up he's about to bash the cross in the ground and i've he's talked about drunk. it before I, I talked West, West about <laughs> he's drunk. <laughs> oh God, drunk, hi uh, high, uh, can you be anything Hey, Ozzie, drunk or high?
1: hold the cross up. <laughs> hold the cross up <laughs> what?
0: Ah. <laughs> okay. Well I, do, I mean I do. But anyway, so so he had this so I was kinda like scared of him. He had that Alice Cooper you remember I've talked about how I was originally scared of Gene Simmons and I was originally scared of Alice Cooper. Ozzie As a had Catholic that, boy, I would think you would be. Ozzy had that same aura, but again, I was attracted to it. So, I don't know if you remember the um, Entertainment Tonight special with Ozzy back then, like when the first album was out. All right, so that's... If it was on Entertainment Tonight, I guarantee I saw it. Okay, well, that's when I became a fan. You can go on YouTube now, you know, thanks to the glory of technology, and actually watch this clip, but it was an interview with Ozzy at the time, and he was in his full, like, regalia, like a cape and, you know, the m- makeup and, like, long fingernails. And, yeah, you know, the, like, the evil red cape with you the, the big, the like, the yeah, it was like, who is this, you know? And he talked about being crazy. How about, uh, I know that I'm crazy, you know? But it's like, oh, my God, they're they're letting this crazy guy. on stage. <laughs> on my television, Mom. So, So shortly after that, the album Speak of the Devil was released, if you will remember this. Now, MTV had a concert at the same time. MTV had a concert at the same time. It was on Halloween night of 1982 or 83, uh, and Speak of the Devil. Now, the MTV concert was actually Ozzy original songs. It wasn't all Sabbath covers like the album. Now, I had seen the videos already that were clipped out of this concert for Iron Man and Paranoid. And in the Iron Man video, if you recall, a laser cross spins around and turns upside down. So I knew my mom was not gonna be cool with this if she saw this in the concert. So Todd, I built a tent out of a blanket. I put it on my big console TV, put some books to weight it down, and I crawled under the tent and sat, (laughs) Watch the TV <laughs> so as not to offend my, my dear Satan mother <laughs> with, the, with the Aussie. Yeah,
1: but you know you're still going to hell, buddy. You're still going to hell.
0: Now, now, Todd, I think I've told you this story as well before. But, uh, but you know, I went to Catholic school. Speaking of Randy Rhodes, every year on the anniversary of his passing, I would, uh, in religion class, I would drive my religion teachers crazy by, I would
1: like to pray for the soul of Randy Rhodes. dude i'm telling you all right the next time you come down i'm taking you to the site because you need to be there with me i you know i would love to go thank you yes uh, yes please please i would love to go i'll go
0: trespass with you for sure um but okay so now i was going on a field trip with my uh, catholic school Uh, we were going to go to the cathedral in columbus ohio still Uh, talking about ozzy right very much so (laughs) very much so just hang tight buddy i know you i know you get a little antsy with some of my stories but hey hang in there you're gonna like this one so you remember my dad uh raymond model uh so the night before the field trip we're at rinks where i bought my motley crew album where i've talked about you know seeing the metallica album that was that was where i got all my records as a kid but uh so i ran over to the cassette section because i was like all right I'm going to be on the bus tomorrow. I'm going to have my jam box. I can't listen to vinyl. I don't have time to tape it. I'm going to just buy a couple of Aussie cassettes. So I grab the cassettes for Diary of Mad Men. And I grab the cassette for Speak of the Devil. So I go run to my dad near the checkout counter. I'm like, dad, dad, can I buy these? My dad, he's like, let me see them. He looks at him.
1: him. He, he saw the diary
0: of a madman. Then he looks at the cover for Speak of the Devil. Yes, he sees this like gel dripping we out get of Ozzy. <laughs> nah. God bless dad. He looked at him and he, he, he handed it back to me. He said, Just don't tell your mother. And he don't show for your me.
1: mother. Don't show <laughs> your mother.
0: And he bought him for me. Thank you, dad. So next day on the bus, I'm playing Ozzy. And it comes time for Iron Man. Now, now, our priest at the time, Father Klima, he was driving the bus. And the bus was kind of noisy. It was an old, you know, ratty bus. But we stopped at the rest area. To take a pee, And uh, Father Klima heard something coming I out of the back. I can't fucking hear you! <laughs> Father Klima marches to the back of the bus, looks at me directly in the eyes, says, Is that Ozzy Osborne that I hear? I'm like, y- Yes, Father, he said. If I hear that again on this trip, I will throw your entire jam box out the window of the bus. So I switched to ACDC. Apparently he didn't mind hell's bells and, you know, put your love into me and <laughs> shake a leg or, you know, whatever. So whatever, father. <laughs> father also got pissed at me once because I played Black Sabbath during a uh, prayer service in the chapel at uh, school. So, you know.
1: Well, I, I'm I'm sure he had no problem with the song "Big Balls." <laughs> so, John, when was your first Ozzy
0: concert? This is all leading up to the story. All right, I so uh,
1: first Ozzy, I, I I think we I feel well, like we've almost kind of discussed it before, but all right, so we probably have Ozzy with Metallica and okay, Cliff yes. Burton mm-hmm. and unfortunately we missed most of metallica <laughs> mom and dad me and hoop driving up to some bum fuck college town in pennsylvania got lost on the way up couldn't find our way to the arena. once we got to the college we missed pretty much all of metallica except for like seek and destroy and am i evil that's that's all awesome. but you got to see cliff so we got to see cliff Saw so Ozzy come down with the big crown and you know the whole thing and you know his big bouffant hairdo And uh, so I saw that tour I saw him again like 89. I want to say I, I've, I've seen at least three oz which I found surprising going back on the list I'm like God damn, I saw black Sabbath three times with Ozzy uh, You know, so so i've seen him a few times uh, you know, but I mean Again, it's one of those things where. All right, so if you had to rank the top three of your like metal influences early on, I would have to go Ozzy, Maiden, Priest. Okay. Okay. Ozzy that's that's, really- that's, that's that's the way. That's the way I you know was was brought up. It'd gotcha gotcha so well
0: ozzy of course um i discovered black sabbath because of the speak of the devil album which i just sure, showed a little bit sure.
1: i had no idea what black sabbath was that i really didn't out of me. we I had know. a
0: we had a teacher my eighth grade year in um in uh school and his name was mr graham and mr graham loved black sabbath and i remember he was you know he was trying to be cool you know cool guys in the class one day and he's like hey yeah i went out and bought that new ozzy record because uh had all my favorite black sabbath songs on it but uh I actually saw Ozzy Todd um the tour before on the Bark at the Moon tour. bucket at the Moon. And uh I've mentioned this before. The opening act was your mom's favorite metal band, except uh, on the same tour that you saw them with Kiss Balls to the Wall Man. It was supposed to be Motley Crue on Shout the Devil. I got gypped from that and we got accept instead. But but they were good, but they weren't Motley Crue. But uh yeah. there's the there's a stub from that. It's a, a great Charleston Civic Center concert. So of course I rushed the stage for Ozzy. I was gonna say, I'm sure you hopped the wall. I, we've rush, already like, rushed the stage for Ozzy. Uh, God bless you. Now, Todd, we've talked about uh, pictures uh, here on the past in the show. And the first time we did, uh, you mentioned, got some? That, uh, got some pictures of this show. And uh, here's a perfect example of the, the hand in the way here, right here, Let's, can, you, can we see this folks? Look right there, there it is. Yep. <laughs>
1: There's yeah, that looks like my iron maiden photos yep, there's from three
0: there's ozzy back there here this one's even better here's here's the guy's head in front of me <laughs> with a little bit of the guy's head little tiny ozzy there in the background right right and then one more here here's head and hands <laughs> Not Ozzy. and folks, you had to wait two weeks, you know, back then to yeah, find out. These right. You're like stuff. really hoping,
1: you're thinking you got the greatest close-up photo of all time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then you get it back, like fuck. <laughs> he back. Oh, what a disappointment! Oh, it oh
0: yeah yep. so yeah so yeah my second show um oh uh this is uh, a life a life event happened on the evening of my first Aussie concert we've talked about the first time i got drunk uh, was when i heard acdc's uh, hells bells album when i was 12 years old well the first right. time i ever smoked a joint was for some reason riding home from the aussie concert <laughs> at the the Bark at the Moon tour. It's like, why did I think someone? I think one of the guys I think bought it after the I show. show wait, or <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, why didn't we do this before the show? But but I just remembered. I, I of course like a lot of people their first time. I didn't catch any kind of buzz whatsoever. I remember going home and I was so worried my parents were going to know that he did drugs. And I, I remember sitting on the couch for like two hours. Like, when's the buzz going to get here? I was probably I was probably high, but I didn't know.
1: Did, did did you watch? Uh, uh, like, were you sitting on the couch with your parents, or were you no? I
0: got home and like my mom was up just to make sure I got home, and then she went to bed. You know, it wasn't anything like that. So I I made it through that bit of paranoia, but then I just like I was waiting to you know to feel some kind of a buzz come on, and I just
1: nah, I don't know. I See, yeah, I I have had, had of Ozzy Osbourne nights where you know you, you get all kinds of fucked up. And you come home, and you get to the front door. You know, you 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 put the key in, you turn it real, real quiet. You know, you 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 get in the door and walk up to your room. You I, I you make it into almost make it into bed, and just boom! I just fall your ass down, make a huge noise. Next thing you know, mom, and dad are up. Oh my Christ! What's going on? Todd's <laughs> home. You know, oh God! Uh, so, yeah. so
0: my second show was actually the tour that you saw, you know, with Cliff. So that was I've told the story on our Metallica episode about uh, torturing everyone uh, in my in my car with Metallica music all the way to that show and the war and the war in the mall between the Ozzy and the Metallica factions after the concert. So uh, later, um. Also, I mean, I told my best—I told my best Ozzy story in our second episode when we were talking about Black Sabbath. And we talked about the Ozfest riots.
1: <laughs> well, I hate to say it, but look, my 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 best Sabbath story was Ryan, meeting Ryan James Dio. So we've already blown that one. Anyhow, so at this point, look, look, we were talking about the Buckeyes. We talk. Look, we both love Ozzy. God bless Ozzy. Cool uh, uh, Sabbath. Uh... There's a cool Sabbath picture from... Have you listened to him on his recent, uh, like, podcast or anything? I mean... No, I haven't seen the uh,
0: paranormal stuff.
1: Look, Uh, I realize the guy has Parkinson's, but Christ, I'm just drunk. That guy sounds bad. Uh, God bless
0: Ozzy. Uh, I'm glad he's still with us. I mean, who would have thunk that all four members of Black Sabbath would still be here today, so... I am. He's close. (laughs) Now, I know, uh, you know, Ozzy had uh, – Ozzy's uh, kind of a hit-or-miss thing live, but the last two times I saw him with Black Sabbath on the final two tours, he sounded good. He sounded really good. So, I mean, he went out strong, I think. If he, if he, Ozzy never plays a show again, you know, he, he's got nothing to prove to anybody. He, he's no, a punchline. Know. You know, everybody can have their fun bagging on Ozzy, but he's got um, nothing to prove to
1: anybody. Why is he even trying to put out singles at this point? What the hell? What I mean, like, is, is Sharon just trying to squeeze one last little fucking nickel out of the motherfucker? She's spent all the money he's already made, so. Uh. I mean, look, how much Botox does the bitch need? <laughs> I mean, <you> know. <laughs> Oh, Lord. So, Todd, what would you say
0: then, uh, as we kind of try to wrap up, what would you say was your favorite Ozzy memory, uh, live?
1: Gosh. Well, I, again, you know, all right, first of all, the, the first show, mom and dad taking me and who, you know, driving up to PA to go see it. You know, we saw Ozzy. He was, you know, fine, you know. Um, I, second time I saw him, Bram got me free tickets, uh, uh, God bless him, uh, through the radio station at the time. And, uh, that's another story. Uh, you know, but I mean, uh... I think, I mean, obviously
0: getting to see free with, Fest, Uh, obviously for me getting to see him with Metallica and then Cliff Burton Alive, but my first concert, I, I mean, I still remember, because it was my, my first Ozzy concert was my second concert, total. And, I mean, I just remember being so excited when he came on stage in a coffin, and like the coffin up and just... Yeah. It's like it's fucking Ozzy, and I mean he's not I dead. I don't. He's, I told you he's not <laughs> dead. I don't think. I mean, you know, it's it's like I guess it's like they say about doing some some kind of a heavy drug or something. You're always like trying to find, you know, to find that first that first punch. Oh my God, Todd! Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I own one. I own one picture disc in my entire vinyl collection. Look at all that vinyl behind me, folks. I have one picture disc, and it happens to be the same picture disc that's on us, right there. What do you know? You are not seeing double, folks. Do not adjust. Do not adjust. I, I didn't total. keep mine wrapped. Mine's all beat to shit. And oh, what. mine's not wrapped, dude. That's a sleeve there. So I don't like the sound of picture discs. Wait, okay, I got that. <laughs> nice, nice. What's that one? What's on that um, one? I'll read it. Nice. It's got the runes from Speak of the Devil, so yeah, it's something off of there. NIB and uh, something of the Universe. Nice, nice. I'll tell you how much of an Aussie geek I am. I once sat down and and fortunately I I was already a Lord of the Rings fan so I knew that there was a rune alphabet in the back of the Lord of the Rings and I sat and translated all of these runes all over the Odyssey album. i have the translation right here in the drawer if you'd like to
1: uh, if you'd you like are to hear a fucking moron how much time did you waste translating this bullshit i i know what it says Not that, that's, that's what I it said
0: it does actually say something so you know but uh, it's a tribute to randy rhodes is what it is so
1: yeah.
0: so we bring this back full circle to randy god bless him and uh oh shit now you make me feel bad for making fun of it now uh, good God, <laughs> you deserve it you deserve it well Todd uh I'm gonna let you off the hook here because I think you're having an Aussie moment of your own
1: well look we still got PQRSTVWX and who gives a fucking Z so uh you know we already bagged a good extra story. Uh, so I know we've got... we got X halfway done, folks. We're not, I'm not going to tell you about it. But let's not talk about it. we we'll we'll talk about it. We're we'll talking it. about it. It's very special. Secret. You know. Secret X, X marks the
0: spot. And Todd, uh, as we record this episode right now, uh, episode J is airing. And I think right about now, uh, all the we Ticket are Subs fans. About Journey with Dad. That's right. I think everybody is getting to meet. Uh, Meet God Dr. Dale for the first time right now. That's Dale Baker. God, God bless Day him. God bless him. And God bless uh, Dr. Dale God. and uh, your mom for taking
1: you to see Ozzy Osbourne at a young age. And uh, my, my sister Lee was just in town this week, which you will see in, in several weeks on down the line. Right. But, uh, you know, look, I, I'm very blessed, Kevin, as you know, to have a great family. Right. you've got a great family and i hope you have a great family and uh you know and that's that's what ticket stubs is is truly all about it's thank you all for being a part of our Ticket tickets family right. experience here <laughs> we we want you to just come on in grab a beer let's tell some stories huh let's just have some fun forget politics we're just we're just chit-chatting and having a good time
0: that's right. Talking about rock and roll. Timeless, timeless rock and roll. All
1: right. So, Kevin, what do we got next week, buddy? Next week. Uh, well, obviously, um, there's a big P I can think of. Yep. Yep. We may have a special guest
0: next week. Uh, I think uh may have somebody talked into finally making their podcast. Debut.
1: I got to take a big P is all I got to say. <laughs> all right. Uh, wait, actually, no, wait, hold, wait, hold on. Before, before, before you go on, with your... I got one okay. for mine. Go so
0: next week. We are going to uh, obviously talk about Pearl Jam, um, lots and lots of bands. Um, I'm going to mark this for an edit point and a
1: dissolve. Now here's one that. We. I don't know necessarily know we saw them together, but we were probably there at the same time.
0: Okay. That's right. That's right. Next week we will tell at least two Pink Floyd stories, and depending on what you consider Pink Floyd, maybe more.
1: Pink Floyd, baby. Right, so we, we, got, we got some Pink Floyd stories to tell. I got a really good story about
0: that specific concert, so uh,
1: I think, and uh, uh lest, I think everybody lest, enjoy it. Lest we not forget that little old band from Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania,
0: the Spectres,
1: which I we've mentioned before, <laughs> uh, in the kick stories and whatnot. But uh, there, there's a, there's a P band that I've seen a few times. Uh, Kevin, you probably seen them once or twice, I do
0: believe. Let's see. I I think you're talking about uh, Mr. Brett Michaels and Poison. I also have uh, Pantera stories. track in. And... I have uh, Pantera stories. Dolly Parton. Uh, we talked First about Pearl Jam. Yeah. Tom Petty.
1: Oh, we got plenty of petty stories. Fish. Um, yeah, I can tell. I can tell you a fish story. The police. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were there
0: the same night. Yep. Yep. Uh, Primus, uh, who I was supposed to see this year on my birthday, and I have a good Public Enemy story. So we got a we
1: got an action packed episode next week. Well, dude, we all right. We we both saw Primus open for Rush. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. If we I was supposed
0: this- to see them play Rush this year.
1: I don't I don't know if we saw the same public enemy show. Was that at the Newport? Yes, it was. What, it was. Where with Rage Against the Machine was supposed to open.
0: Yes, and they did not. Uh, but my buddy uh Kit Grossweiler and his band, the uh, Poets of Heresy, they got the nod, so good for them. <laughs> they right. didn't quite they didn't quite make the splash that uh, Rage Against the Machine
1: did. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well there there's two shows we can uh, agree upon and uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm sure we have, we, have, we will have plenty more to discuss come next week. That's right.
0: Lots and lots and lots of P's. So stick around. Uh, tune in again next week on Stubbs!